Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Rebel and Muse. So I'm looking around the room right now in our, our studio and we just spent a few days soundproofing the the studio with all this foam stuff. And of course, Kalea with his aesthetics, he wants to make it look really um, cool. And I am pleasantly surprised with your vision. Yeah, it looks not bad, huh? Amazing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel good about. It. I, I'm. It's one of those things where. You know, we used to soundproof back in the day, and that just used to mean like egg crates or um, old, old blankets, like uh, the moving blankets from U-Haul were really, really good. We used to soundproof and just just throw it up and just make it work. But now it's like, yeah, it's nice to actually have like you know some kind of rhyme and reason with it. It's looking very professional, babe. Yeah, it feels good, right? <laughs> All right. All right, so so thanks for listening. We um, today we're going to talk about all of our up and coming workshops, and actually we just finished one, so we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But we have a lot of offerings coming up, and we want to tell you about them and just kind of discuss why we do this. Um, so first of all, we just completed a workshop uh, about a week ago, and it was called Yin Yoga for the Chakras. With Reiki, Clay and I both walked around and, and offered Reiki, which is a hands-on energy healing. And it was a magnificent experience. It was so peaceful. All of the people that attended um, seemed like they floated out of there. They allowed themselves this time to just relax and receive. And that, I think, is a, a really challenging part of our society is to give yourself that permission to slow down and take two hours out of your busy day to just receive. And uh, I think you'll walk out of whatever you do after giving yourself that opportunity better for it. And everybody around you will probably appreciate that also. It's like uh, also when you have the opportunity to go jump in the ocean and go surf or whatever as well. Like it has a really similar effect of just, you know, okay, I'm doing this for me. Well, it's self-care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this workshop that we did, so yin yoga is a practice of long-held asana or asana is, is yoga poses. And it's all done on the ground. And you are coming into a pose at an edge that is appropriate. So you're not going to the full maximum range of motion stretch that you would do in a more active practice. You're going in very carefully and using your own judgment um, and discernment, I should say, to decide where that edge is on any given day. And what it does physically is it, it... allows you to go deeper into the connective tissues that are closer into the bone and the joints and put little uh, apply a little bit of stress to these tissues and when you apply stress to tissue in a very careful way you create more strength so you do gain flexibility occasionally um, you do feel better we're also releasing energy within the body and this is why the yin yoga with for the chakras is so beneficial because we start with the root chakra and we give you um, an affirmation we talk about what that chakra um, is about and where you can when it's 
um, flowing freely what you can experience when you're when it's not the alternative that you can experience and then we offer Reiki during this experience and you're in these poses for each chakra and it's a workshop that I created while I was just practicing my own yin yoga practice and I decided you know it would be really nice right now to focus on this particular chakra that I was um, experiencing some some stuff with and I did and I came up with this workshop to go on this whole journey of uh, letting go of energy and letting it flow freely in the body. So this workshop was kind of um, inspired by your your yin class that you teach at Yoga Oceanside. It was, but it was actually inspired by my my own personal yin practice. Oh, wonderful. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, now yin is, I, I know it's all done on the ground and it's not very active, but yin is to me one of the hardest uh, practices of yoga that I've ever done. And I think it's because it's, it's finding that edge. I always like to take that edge further. I'm a little more extreme, you know, some, in some things. And so I'd like take, <laughs> I take the edge too far and a then little. all of a, and then, and then all of a sudden I'm in this pose for like five minutes. And then I've just realized, Oh God, what have I done? <laughs> and so it's, it really takes like, um, it takes a lot of, uh, ego removing, you know, yes, to, very well said, right. To, Honesty. to get in. Yeah. And like, no, you know what? I need to back off at this moment because I, I can't hold this for another 30 seconds, yet alone another four minutes or whatever I have left in my time for this, this asana, this, this posture. Right. Well, I also train yoga teachers how to teach yin yoga. And in this training um, for True Nature School of Yoga, I say, now ask yourself in these poses or ask your students to ask themselves, could I hold this pose for 20 minutes? And if the answer is no, then you back off of it and come to a more appropriate edge. If you're in a pose for that period of time, not say 20 minutes, but if you're in a pose for say three to five minutes and you're at your maximum edge then that's where you're risking injury so our yin practice is really asking us to like you said let go of the ego mind and if you're feeling sensation you are are doing the pose and it can be so beneficial in that sense right yeah as long as you don't take it too far but almost kind of like anything as long as you don't take it too far you know yes so that was a really wonderful workshop in fact i think we're going to bring it back in the fall when cleo's back from his touring i would i would love to actually we had um it, it just, it made me feel so good how I was looking at everyone feeling so good. <laughs> you know, it was really nice and it was, it's, it's so connective. And our studio, um, Yoga Oceanside, you're in Danielle's studio, is not huge, but the space is utilized so space. well. Yeah, it's not huge, but it, the space is utilized so well and it's so comforting and, and, and just a really beautiful um studio to be in and i've been in studios kind of bouncing all over the country and this one was amazing thank you yeah so our workshop that we have coming up um so if you're listening from the future i I just love that by the way Uh, if you're listening from the future (laughs) we will be doing the workshop again however we are our first one is coming up september 29th 2017 of this particular one called cultivating the seeds of self-love and I'm really excited about this one. So am I. Yeah, this we're going to incorporate journaling, meditation, um, movement through asana, which is the yoga yoga um, poses, 
And then there may be a little bit of uh, elemental dance, some some other body movement that we do, and some discussion. So it's going to be just an all-around interactive experience. It's going to be a yoga dance party is what it's going to be. <laughs> I love yoga dance parties. <laughs> So that is coming up on September 29th. And I think, I mean, it's so important to cultivate those seeds of self-love. This is where our ability to love others blossoms from. So when we can truly honor ourselves and, and feel good about ourselves and really love ourselves, and that's where we can start to love others, um, we can become those, those beacons of light that inspire others to do the same. Awesome. And it's a daily practice. Oh, my goodness. I woke, up, I woke up this morning going, huh, okay, I need to love myself and not judge myself. Mm. Yeah, you know, when you have those mornings. You know what else is a daily practice? Everything. <laughs> it should be. Everything. Otherwise, we wouldn't keep coming back, yeah. right? <laughs> Everything every day is a daily practice. Um, no, I'm really excited about the workshop. And um, like you mentioned, it's um, I'm really excited for the journaling and the meditation, which... Um, you know, has really helped me out a lot as far as where I'm, you know, most comfortable with it within me. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to um, explore that with other people and, uh, and hopefully it helps them because I I really do receive a lot of um, really good energy from that self time alone. And then not only that, but just, just writing it down and that connection of, of pen to paper has always been, predominant in my life especially when I was you know about 15 years old and I 14 15 where I really started to write um, a lot of poems and a lot of songs and it was always really crucial for me to have that connection so I know like a lot of people um, they type out lyrics and and they do that but for for me it was always getting that that smell of a notebook and uh, getting a pen and jotting it down and one of my favorite things too is just scratching out lines that I, I I don't want in there, but they're still there. <laughs> you know, they're still written down, they're scratched out, and I didn't use them, but they're still there. So, yeah, jur- journaling is huge. I'm glad that we get to do that for this workshop. Well, and and you have this great practice where you meditate, and then after your meditation each morning, which is usually about 25 minutes, half an hour, sometimes a little more, you come up with something that you write down, and. I could do a whole podcast on these. Some of them are so profound. Some of them are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could share one right now. Maybe we'll share one in the liner notes. You know what? Maybe, um, yeah, maybe we will. And then maybe maybe we'll start bringing those in occasionally at the podcast endings or whatnot. Oh, that's y- a great y- idea. Yeah, you know, like, uh, what was that? Um, Deep Thoughts by Jack Candy from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> We can we can do something like that. Post meditative thoughts by Kalea Wasman. <laughs> okay, I'm down for that. Sometimes he'll come downstairs and he'll he'll say, "Babe, check this out." And I don't know where it's coming from, and he'll read something to me, and I just start cracking up. Going, where did that come from? From I, from me. I just <laughs> meditated. <laughs> Sorry. It came from it came from my higher but self, and if my higher amazing. self is cracking you up, that's 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 a great thing. <laughs> Your higher self cracks me up uh, on the daily. Yeah. So um, can you, what, what was the date on that for the people listening in the future? September 29th, 2017 is the first one. And of course, we'll, we'll run these multiple times. Wow. So that's only a week before the retreat. 
Oh, yeah. And it's four days after you come home from Red Rocks. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> yes. I'm just booking it, babe. Good. Yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, all right. So we also have our second annual San Luis Obispo yoga retreat coming up and it's um, yoga and the creative heart and the first one we did was last October we had a group of it's a it's a smaller place it's um, called Sagrada Wellness Center and I'll put that in the show notes if you want to take a look any of you out there interested in it it's beautiful there's a amazing woman who cooks delicious vegetarian food um, from eggs from chickens on the property and they grow organic veggies and herbs and the um the wife is a she's an acupuncturist and an herbalist and she'll make a special tea every morning and every evening and we pair all of the food with well not all the food not at breakfast but we pair the dinners with local wines and um, just have a great conversation. The yoga classes every day. We have some optional yin yoga classes during the quiet time or during the middle of the day. There's a pool, jacuzzi, and there's hiking trails. And last year, such a great group. I think we had a dozen people from all over the country come out and join us. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, did you did you say the the silence in the morning? I didn't. Oh. Okay, can I? Okay, so Mel- Melanie, <laughs> ahead, com- yeah, Melanie comes up with this thing of. Uh, I didn't make it up. What? I didn't make it up. Oh gosh, my whole world is just collapsed right now. <laughs> this is I got it from Danielle when I would go on her retreat. Okay, well, you guys are doing something right because the premise of this was um, nobody talks until what was it like? After breakfast. After breakfast. It's called practicing silence. I I mean, that that doesn't exist. (laughs) Or it's this new thing called nobody talks. (laughs) (laughs) Practicing silence. This is the first time in my world. This is the first time I've ever, ever practiced silence. And it was so fun. I had the best time. It was like, it was like being a kid playing a game, but like, Not like you're like your parents trying to trick you in having a silent game or first one who taught you. That was just that was a trick. This was like, no, no, no. Let's actually try to do this. It It was really such a cool part of the retreat. It was. Yeah. So basically what happens is we practice silence in the morning. So when you wake up from the moment you wake up, you get ready, come down, you journal, do whatever you want. You come down to breakfast and after we eat breakfast in silence and after breakfast, once um, it hits to be about 9 a.m. or so, before we start our first yoga class or first group session, um, you can start talking. And that's when, oh gosh, that's when all the chattering starts. Well, it's just <laughs> everyone's so, so relieved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's almost a celebration every day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, one thing, I, because you've done retreats before, we mm-hmm. did um, the first annual Rebel and Muse. Um, yes. You've done them before. I, I didn't. So um, I was I was kind of nervous on like, you know, right. So what is my role here? What do we do? And and just by sometimes just going into it, it just unfolds naturally. And it to this day has been one of the most beautiful things I've ever been a part of to have about a dozen or so people that don't know each other um, come together Uh, sit 
and sit sit down and have it a group discussion, do a yoga class and have more discussion and really start to share what what they're going through on a personal level. And it was so beautiful for people to actually have an opportunity to release something. And, you know, there's something to be said, like when you when you get around people you don't know so well, it may be better for you at the time to talk about something at that time with them. There's some kind of release and um, you never have this kind of like, well, I can't really tell this person because of our history, blah, blah, blah. That That wasn't really in existence. What I found with this retreat was it brought me so much joy and uh, happiness knowing that, you know, there are other people in the world thinking and going through things very similar to me. And just to have that camaraderie and just to have that identification with other people and other souls really just, it, it just gave me this, I, I was so um, uplifted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I think that as retreat leaders our focus is to um, hold space, create community and hold space and let it unfold. You know, we're not here to um, guide you into any personal transformation. We're here to offer the tools for your own journey. And if something speaks to you, then, you know, then, then you take that on your journey. So we're just basically holding space for your own personal transportation. Tra- transformation yeah transform- <laughs> or transportation if you drove there <laughs> <laughs> it was it was something it was something so magical and um you know i i told you this I'll, I'll tell everyone listening right now it was very similar when we left it was very similar when i walk off stage and um i felt like i did a good job hmm. and people were just able to relax and and breathe and have a good time and release in a little bit. Yeah, well, I think everyone really bonded too, and that's a beautiful part of a yoga retreat is that it is a safe space to explore uh, maybe some personal challenges that you have, or even if you just want to go and eat some really good food and meet some fun people and do some yoga. That's always a nice thing too. But when we, the yoga for the creative heart, we are all about creating the life that we want to live. And what that is, means is to get clear around what, how you want to live, what will make you happy, and to figure out the things in your life that you may have put as a, a roadblock to that and an obstruction. And maybe letting those go through journaling and discussion and meditation and yoga and, um, and then living your life as, as free as you want. All those, yeah, wonderfully said, and all those things are at the retreat, but don't forget, too, that we have wine jam-outs at the end of every night. (laughs) Just just Saturday night. No, we're going to do it every night this time. I had so much fun on the jam-out, where you just bring a whole bunch of instruments, all just acoustic instruments, and you set up inside the, uh, the yoga space, and you just play music, and you just have fun and relax and do some crazy yoga dance and do some crazy yoga yodeling and do, and do <laughs> so whatever you want. Basically, we started with a, we started with some chanting. So we would chant. Um, I believe kirtan. we chant. Yeah, we did some kirtan chanting. Not kirtan. Not kirtan. And from there, it evolved into Kaleo jamming some 
Pepper songs and then some Bob Marley songs. And, and then a, some Sabotage songs. Sabotage songs. And then some him. Naughty Dawn songs. And then everybody just started, hey, I'm going to try this song. You know, no experience necessary. I, I didn't have, uh, what did I have? I had these like, everyone grabbed something. There was all this percussion and um, oh, I, would I, like, I don't I, even know what they're I, called. I actually would like to take a break and thank you, Saad Williams, for all of those percussion goodies. Thanks, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone grabbed something in the circle, and we all just made noise and sang our hearts out and chanted and played guitar. And then we poured more wine. And then <laughs> we decided we want to listen to The Doors or something. I don't know. So then the then Spotify came on, and that's when the dance party happened. Yeah. No. So anyway, it's um, I, as you can tell with Revel and Muse in this podcast, we're all about balance. We love to have fun, and we know that um, fun both exists uh, in in the flesh and it exists in the spirit, and we have a really cool opportunity to live in both. Yeah, balance. Because after all that fun. And all that wine. Next morning, Kaleo <laughs> taught a yoga class at 9 a.m. Yeah. A challenging vinyasa class at 9 a.m. Um, it was a bit much for everybody. <laughs> I had to. I had Including to. Including you. <laughs> I had. Well, yeah. I had to. I had to slow down the class because I, I. I knew that things were. Uh, were a little slower for everybody <laughs> at that moment. But it was oh so fun, such a great time. So our next one is coming up October sixth. 7th and 8th in San Luis Obispo, California, which is Central Coast, um, 2017. So all of that information will be in the show notes, and it's all on the um, website as well, rebelamuse.com. Awesome. What I love about all of these offerings is just seeing the inspiration that people have to make themselves um, come back to their true nature. And what I mean by that is we are all peaceful, joyful, loving, compassionate beings at our essence. We are love at our essence, but our life circumstances, our beliefs, our um, challenges, things may get in the way of us remembering that. And so when I see people, even in a, a simple um, 75 minute yoga class at the studio or a meditation practice. It doesn't have to be a three day yoga retreat or a week long yoga retreat, just a simple practice of meditating or doing a yoga practice or even jumping in the ocean. Like you said, these things can inspire that remembrance of, of self that we are loving. We are compassionate and, um, you know, I'll, I'll shift gears just a little bit we need to nurture that part in ourselves because what we, um, that which we focus on grows. And Kaleo and I went to a rally. I don't want to call it a rally. It was a peaceful candlelight vigil and a march. Much um, better, much better story said. Yeah. yeah. For, um, to stand in solidarity with the Charlottesville, um, event. And when I mean stand in solidarity, solidarity, it's not for, the hate we're standing with the peaceful protesters that were there to stand up against the hate and um you know for heather that lost her life in that 
And I think that when we focus our energy and awareness toward peace, that is where the vibration of the world and our country and our community and ourselves coming down to the, you know, down to um, individuality. I think this is where we can really thrive. I don't think that, in my opinion, I think, you know, a portion of humanity fails to understand what hate does to life. And in my opinion, again, the proper response to hate is not to, to fight for peace or to fight for love, but to, to live it, to teach it, to be it, to really embody peace and to embody love. And that's where we can make the shift. I mean, it's so easy. Um, I, for the past couple of days, just wanting to cry and feel so um, helpless that there is all this hate still out there 2017. I mean, this is, it's shameful that we have to even have this conversation. But there are those who are living in oneness, those who are living consciously, those who have the awareness. And then there's also those souls that maybe um, not so much right now. So the more that we can do to foster our sense of compassion and love and that higher self and knowing that we are all connected, the better all of humanity will be. You know, when, um, when you said that we, uh, we went down for a rally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you changed your story to just a peaceful candlelight vigil. Um, so there's a quote by mother Teresa who, who she, she was actually asked like, um, why don't you participate in any anti-war demonstrations? And she said that, uh, that I will never do that. I will never be a part of an anti-war demonstration. But as soon as you have a, a pro-peace rally, I'll be there. Mm, I like that. I do too. And it was it's so incredible because being in, in Encinitas yesterday and, and doing this um, and looking at all of the people that were with you standing next to you and, and, you know, we, we, um, just a little background. We, we just took a walk into Encinitas, um, and stayed at the, uh, the basic, the four corner, um, stoplight, which actually has all the traffic Encinitas. And we're, we were there on the corner with everybody. And there was about, I would say about 250, 300 people. I, I'm going to, I'm going to actually, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to actually pull up like, I'm going to say like about 500. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so when we were there and we were looking, there's like this energy that was happening and, you know, people were all different types of energy. You really kind of had to like pay attention to what was happening. There were people that, that were just outright angry there and there was people that were just so sad and there was people that were afraid and looking for potential dangers. There was people who were just encompassed with love and gratitude at being in a, a very um, special place at a very special time. I think I was all of those wrapped think, up into one I think most of us were creature. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think most of us were, and it, it was that's why it was just this energy flying all over the place. Um, oh, I felt it. Yeah, I it had was, to shield wall myself. For shield sure. wall. I love when you have to do that. <laughs> but um, it's uh, it was such for for me. It was such a powerful experience. Um to be around those people. Now here's where everything got taken up even higher for me is that the cars that were going through the intersection, like I said, it's like the main intersection in the Encinitas um, area. Uh, the cars that were going into the intersection 
would honk and people in the cars would were just throwing up their peace signs and throwing up all kinds of of appreciation clapping and love and Mm -hmm. it just when these cars went through and they were honking and their windows rolled down and they're actually reaching out their hands towards you and you're reaching your hands out towards them it was oh that was like my most amazing part of the whole thing i was so blown away by how much love weighs love is always going to be the heavyweight champion in my life and i truly believe actually that love is going to be the heavyweight champion of the universe Mm -hmm. like it's it's so nice to be reminded of love um and so i know this is a theme but find the good there's so hard to find anything good about the situation in virginia but it did bring people together like this around america and to do demonstrations like this almost in every city. And that to me was, it was really special to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. I was actually talking with Yasad's um, love, Adrienne, today about our experience yesterday. And, you know, the, like you said, there's so much emotion and I, I have a lot of anger. I have a lot of fear. I have a lot of confusion. Um, I have a lot of love. And it's what you focus on. Again, comes back to what you focus on grows. And, you know, we, her and I were talking about the why. Why are we having to even deal with this in 2017? And we both came up with, you know, we we think that there may be a shift happening. And there needs to be light that shines on on this um, darkness, for lack of a, a better reason or a better word. Um, And now that it's being out in the light, everyone can see it for what it is and can stand up for what they believe is right. And that is love and oneness and peace. And I think it's our responsibility to humanity to continue spreading the life-affirming wisdom of love, oneness, and peace. It's It's a really interesting time to be alive right now. (laughs) Yes. But to tie this all in, you know, I think that when we take care of ourselves on a, um, not just a physical level, a spiritual level, an emotional level, all of it, all of these different levels, doing things that uplift us, taking the time out of our day to take care. You know, I think as humans, we tend to nurture others before we nurture ourselves. So to take that time for yourself is so important. And when you feel like you have come home and you have that remembrance of your your higher self, that's when you are living in a space of love. And this inspires everyone around you to do the same you just you know I can't say this enough it just raises the vibration around you and imagine how much good we can do when we live from that inspiration and other people catch on and they live from their own inspiration and it just grows and grows and grows and that's what we want to focus on is is um, our energy and awareness toward that peace that love that humanity absolutely and I that that is giving me you know, every single day more and more of a drive to do workshops and to do retreats and to bring people together and just simply remember at the core of our being is love. I mean, I know that sounds super woo woo and hippie, but to tell you the truth, it's, it's, it's all I believe at Mm -hmm. the core. Yeah, it is love. Well, um, all right, Mel, thanks so much. Thanks, 
spade. (laughs) We'll have our upcoming workshops in the show notes. And as always, you can go to our website and and find out everything also. Um, Anything else you want to end with? Oh, I have a nice quote. What do you got? So this is a quote from Rumi. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. And I thought that was beautiful, you know, as raises wow. a, a hippie kid, I wanted to change the world with my fist up. I wanted to be the change, right? right? Change everything. And now in my, uh, in my older years, I realized that, okay, I, I can't change anything unless I step into my own power and come back to my true nature, which is love, peace, compassion. So changing yourself not necessarily those words that I loved about this, but I take it as stepping back into your own power and doing what you can to to come into that remembrance. Fill your fill your cup up. Fill your cup up. Fill your cup up. Speaking of that, you want to go get a glass of wine? All right, you guys. Thank you for listening. This is uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is this episode. I don't know what we're gonna call it. Peace out, you rebels. We're going to leave you right now with a band um, on our record label called Catastro. This is a band that uh, I produced last year, and um, they're doing really well. So if you do get a chance, check them out. Catastro on Law Records. Aloha. I guess the war was enough Now I got a reason to burn down the television Walk through the seasons, I'm passing the trees I open up a cantaloupe and give it to the next man Who's struggling and broken You've been there and we both know You gotta pay your bills when your fuel's always low You heading out the dough, you make another wish Then you're stuck with the rest at the bottom of the list Cause every city I go Yeah, I keep killing them We'll come back and visit just to show them that we're filling them Just show me the road, I'm not there, we'll be okay Do you know what I mean, i wait right here on my knees Just show me the road, I'm not there, we'll be okay Do you know what I mean, i wait right here on my knees uh, Looking for me, you can find me by that glass lake Keeping to myself, I'm eating off my glass plate Where all these masculines are falling from the stars They don't know who we are, please tell them who's in charge I know you know to always leave your gun at home for battle But nothing really matters when you're stepping off your saddle Looking for another way to make peace If I ever catch up, I'll tell them to breathe and be free Just show me the road, I'm not there, we'll be okay Do you know what I mean, I'll wait right here Living is a sin to me Cause I know there's no need Just show me the road I'm not there, we'll be okay Do you know what I mean? i wait right here on my knees Just show me the road I'm not there, we'll be okay Do you know what I mean? i wait right here on my knees
just show me mm, you just show me